Well, it's Tuesday again, so it's good to see you, Mona. How are you? Likewise, good to see you, Charlie. I am fine. Where do we begin today? You had a great piece in the Bulwark on Tuesday about Donald Trump's $83 million tantrum. And <laughs> it's last week's news, but but I do think that we ought to just spend a little time on this rising price tag of defamation for Donald Trump. I mean, that was a hell of a courtroom performance, wasn't it, by him? Didn't work out the way, way he thought, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the reason I saw fit to write about it was I was thinking, all right, you know, there is a tendency that we have seen where, you know, first people say Trump is an idiot, he's a complete moron, it was a fluke that he was elected, and then they switch into, no, no, he's a genius, he is a great tactician, he knows exactly what he's doing, and he's canny about, you know, his own career and his own interests. And I don't propose to answer that you know, dilemma or, or debate, <laughs> yeah. except to say that his latest performance on this case shows the most appalling judgment if he was trying to advance his own interests, which we know is the thing that's dearest to his heart. He wants attention, power, and money, or may, maybe not in that order. So this case, as you know, was the follow-on to the case that was heard last year and decided against him, 2023, that uh, he had indeed sexually assaulted and then defamed Eugene Carroll. She got about $5 million judgment. And then he continued to defame her <laughs> and to say that uh, that this was, uh, this was unjust and that she was a liar, etc., and to insult her. And so they sued him again. And there's a little wrinkle in the case that I don't completely understand, but it's not important. The fact is, what was a reasonable, I'm not even saying like a canny or smart person, just a reasonable man, right, who wants to avoid a huge penalty in the second phase of this trial? What would he do? Well, first, he would keep Shut quiet. up. Yeah, <laughs> shut up. He would shut up, yeah. right? So, of course, he did not do that. Second, he would hire a competent lawyer, maybe a lawyer with experience in defamation cases, just a crazy thought. Instead, he hired Alina Haba, who, by the way, has only been the lead attorney in three cases in her whole career. She's a lawyer in Bedminster, New Jersey. Who would have guessed that except every single person that saw her performing last week? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, she was a disaster. Now, Trump likes to surround himself with people he thinks are camera ready or right out of central casting or good looking. She meets that criterion. Yep. On the other hand, her performance as a lawyer was just pathetic. And uh, she had to be rebuked by the judge for- Repeatedly. Yes. Yes. Like for- basics of trial practice, like not knowing how to introduce materials into evidence. Like you're not allowed to refer to something unless you've entered it into evidence and there's a formal process for doing that and you have to lay the predicate and et cetera, et cetera. She didn't do any of that. And the judge then, oh, and then she went like when you're doing cross-examination, you're not supposed to depart from what was in direct examination, right? You can't just like start bringing up all kinds of new things in cross. She kept doing that. And the judge kept telling her, you can't do that. And then she got huffy with the judge. Plus, 
asking for a continuance for a day because she was sick. Yeah, and then shows <laughs> and up then at a party. showing up at, all right. Anyway, she was really, really, really bad. Okay. But she's only the second worst thing about this, though. Well, that's I mean, exactly I thought right. the heart of your piece, which other people really hadn't caught on to, because my takeaway on this was, okay, so Donald Trump can choose to come or not choose to come, you know? And as you point out, you know, his his decision to show up at this case and to throw his tantrums defies explanation. I mean, I just kind of read with you. Right wing media dutifully ignored the first verdict, which established that Trump did sexually assault Carol. Why he would risk hanging a lantern on the second case is anyone's guess, especially when his contumacy is not a word I pronounce that much could potentially cost real money. See, this was the thing. He shone this bright spotlight on a case that I'm guessing a lot of his, you know, his folks, you know, thought of as they didn't know much about it, hadn't heard much about it. And he guaranteed that everybody heard about it, which, again, you know, I go back and forth on this sort of reptilian instinct that he has. And, and, you know, your piece, I think, just makes the point, don't overestimate, you know, the savvy of some of these, these tactics, especially as we're going into the trial season, because this was like one fumble after another, just just falling all over himself. Exactly. And, you know, is this the kind of case that that his cult is going to say, yeah, this mm. defamation suit was part of the deep state, you know, it was the man going after him? Or right. are they going to say, oh, you know, it was a trivial matter? But so, so he really didn't need to play to his base about this. But, but as the jury showed, and as any competent lawyer would have been able to warn him, and Trump himself should have been able to figure out by showing contempt for the judge, contempt for the process. He stood up and walked out during the uh, opposing attorney's final statement. Really impressed the jurors. Yeah, exactly. And so he was inviting this fierce, punitive judgment, and he got it. And I have to say, he did not not show uh, that he was a stable genius last week. It would be interesting to calculate, you know, how many millions of dollars every minute in the courtroom cost because the (laughs) jury saw him when he was making the asides, when he was being obnoxious. Now, I, you know, I I suppose, you know, the dime store punditry is that this was aimed at uh, the court of public opinion. But to your point, okay, so do you really want to put this at the center of public opinion? Because in the courtroom, he clearly seriously alienated all of the jurors who were coming up with a number. And it sounds like the deliberations were, you know, how high is up, you know, just the numbers. Now, I guess the big question is whether any of this makes a a difference. Can I just say one quick thing? One of the arguments that the MAGA people are making is, oh, well, this was a, you know, liberal jury in a liberal city that doesn't like Trump. But no, a liberal jury in a liberal city that doesn't like Trump awarded $5 million just a few months ago. This $83 million judgment was entirely a, God damn it, you're an asshole verdict. Oh, absolutely it was. That's the thing is it was such a, I mean, so if you have any, you know, question about how does Donald Trump play up close and personal on all of this, right? I mean, it was... It was yeah. ugly. Yeah. And so I, I guess the question is whether this actually makes a difference. I mean, if you're a billionaire, you know, defamation is a cost of doing business. Alex Jones, you know, got hit with a billion dollars. Fox News got hit with $787 billion. Smartmatic's rolling down the hill with a $2 billion lawsuit. Rudy Giuliani got hit with a massive judgment. And I don't know. 
Is it making a difference? Does it stop the flow of the lies and invective? Because it's, it should, but it's not clear to me that it has so far. What do you think? So it does not make a global difference in the sense of, you know, okay, everybody's going to start yeah. being honest now and, and stop defaming. On the other hand, yeah. it is not insignificant. I mean, the world is now freed of the eight o'clock hour with Tucker Carlson on Fox News, which is a great advance for the interests of <laughs> yes. reason and truth. That w- arguably would not have happened absent the Dominion lawsuit. And so, you know, it will make just as, you know, you could say, okay, a lot of people, hundreds and hundreds of people have been prosecuted for what happened on January 6th. Has that inhibited others from thinking that they they might, you know, do similar things? I think arguably, yes. I think people now have a sense that, you know, this cosplay uh, can carry serious consequences. So, yeah. To listen to the rest of this episode of Just Between Us, become a Bulwark Plus member today. 